Welcome to The Offer Letter, the podcast designed to help you, the job seeker, to perfect your interview skills. Every episode, we have a special guest here to help us decode a common interview question with me, your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano. Today's question is, tell us about a team and your contribution. You know, working on a team can always be tricky. You never know what the makeup of the team is and if everyone will get along. You've got so many different personalities and you've got the leader, you've got the workhorse, then there's the note taker, there's also the quiet one, then there's the loud one, then there's the guy that asks too many questions and who knows who else is part of the team. But in the end, you all have the same goal, but with so many different roles and how can you paint your team and your role on that team in the best light to a recruiter? Joining us again from South Africa is Arletta Rochat, who is a certified world-class speaking coach and interview coach, as well as a co-founder of Interview Survival Guide, where she teaches ambitious job seekers a proven system to prepare for job interviews so they land their dream job. So Aletta, welcome back to the show. It's always great to have you here. and You know how this goes. Why don't we dive right into it? And why don't we answer, why do recruiters ask this question? Michael, it's such an interesting question. If you think about it, there are very few people in this world who operate individually in the work setting. Each one of us is part of a team. It might be a small team, but inevitably that team is part of a bigger team that's part of a department. So one of the key things that recruiters look for is, are you a good team player? They know that you've got the skills, they've given you the interview, and as wonderful and as exceptional as your skills might be, it's essential that you demonstrate that you work well in a team. Your challenge during an interview is to demonstrate that you are a team player. I have a saying that it's not about you and the game you are playing. It's about your ability to add value to someone else's game. In other words, When they're looking at you as a candidate, they want to assess how much value can you bring to them and to the team that they're hoping to fill a vacancy in. And if you can demonstrate that you can work well in a team, that will make you stand out from other candidates, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. It's probably one of the most important qualities to communicate during an interview. And it's true. This is very important. And the key here is that you work well in a team like i don't know about you aletta but i've been on lots of teams and especially like even in school you always get that one group where there's that one person that doesn't pull their weight that does still happen in the workplace a lot so they want to make sure they want to make sure that they don't hire that one person that does nothing and drags the team down yeah so and if you think of many students doing group work group projects doing their studies Those can be a nightmare if someone doesn't pull their weight. So we've all lived that negative experience. And the opposite of that is what the recruiters are looking for. Yeah, that's the worst, the worst. And you know what? If you've never been on a team where there's that one person that is dragging the team down by doing nothing, then you probably are that person that was dragging (laughs) that team down. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) So, Aletta, why don't you give us some tips and tricks on how to answer this question? Well, I think, first of all, you need to have a purpose for sharing the story that you're about to share. So, for instance, we could all tell horror stories about teams that we worked in where it didn't go well. 
And some people fall into the trap of trying to make themselves look good at the expense of someone else. So they might say, oh, well, this team was terrible, but if you only knew what a horrible boss I had, you'd understand what I went through. And the minute you say something like that, there are alarm bells going off in the recruiter's mind because it is suggesting that perhaps you don't work well with authority. It's suggesting that you would throw someone else under the bus to kind of save your own skin. And, and it might be entirely true, the story that you're saying, but it's not a story to share for an interview. You, If you have, if they ask you about a team that didn't work well, you could talk about the issues, but never about the people. So resist the temptation to share a horror story because it, it doesn't always serve you in an interview. The best stories about teams are the ones where you can demonstrate how you went above and beyond the call of duty to ensure that the team delivered the project on time and within budget. And your contribution doesn't always have to be the team leader. Your contribution could be that you made sure that the right resources were in place at the right time. It could be that you someone else was struggling to keep up with their assigned tasks and you volunteered to take some of that pressure off that other person so that the entire team could deliver on time. A significant contribution could be keeping communications open and validating the efforts of everyone involved and thereby boosting the team morale. So there are many different ways that you can illustrate your contribution. A contribution isn't only valuable if you're the leader. It, there are many other ways that you can be a contribution to the team. So think of those stories in your experience where you have made a contribution and when that contribution has been a positive one for the team as a whole. And don't hesitate to use examples outside of the world of work. It doesn't have to be a work-related team. There are many other examples. Those are kind of two different things. You're talking about a team and then also about yourself. How much, which one should you focus a little more on? Should you focus more on talking about the team or talking about what you did on the team? An interview is a wonderful opportunity for you to strut your stuff in the nicest possible way and for you to own your contribution. So many of our students struggle to sell their strengths. They feel embarrassed because they feel like they're bragging if they say, well, I did this and I did that. And they, they are worried that they'll come across, across as arrogant. The other way to look at it is that if you have innate strengths and talents, for instance, you can make sense of an Excel spreadsheet in two seconds. It would take someone else two hours because they just don't have the mind that works like yours does. You actually have a gift that can contribute towards a team, towards a job, towards the well-being of whatever you're working on. And you need to spend time articulating what those gifts are in a way that the recruiter can appreciate the impact that you could have if you were to be given this job. So always spend time in your contribution and be unafraid of saying, I did this, I led a team, I anticipated this, I put this in place. That is what you are there to do. They know you can do the job. They've got your CV and they've invited you for an interview. But you now have to bring that CV to life and articulate how you, with your contributions and talents, can have an impact on that business. And the only way to do that is to tell them what you're good at. And to do so, I often use the analogy like a rooster. 
a rooster is unapologetically beautiful and struts his stuff around and just loves the fact that he's a center of attention. And it's not because he's arrogant. It's because he was born to do that. That's his gift. And that is what you should bring to an interview, that wonderful confidence that you, this is me and I will be a contribution and really you'd be silly not to hire me. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. And in the end, I mean, the the recruiter is not hiring the team. They're hiring you. So they want to know what you did and what you can bring to this new team. Yeah. Thanks so much, Aletta. That's great. And a rooster, huh? Maybe roosters in in South Africa are, uh, I guess, more louder or. (laughs) Well, put it this way. Michael, if I said to you, channel your inner rooster. If I said to you, assume the posture of a rooster. When I say that to people, they automatically stand a little bit taller, a little bit prouder, and then walk into the interview with that demeanor. And take that confidence to your next interview and see what happens. Oh, wow. That's great advice. So really, go as a rooster. That (laughs) is great. So why don't you give us an example of a good answer for this question? Sure. I led a team of volunteers to raise funds at a school. It was about an 18-month project. And it certainly wasn't glamorous work, but over the months we had a number of fundraisers and we accumulated funds to be used for a farewell for the senior pupils in the school. My role as team leader was to keep us focused, uh, to ensure that we had enough volunteers at all the events that we raised funds for and that we eventually had enough money to put on this big event. As we prepared for the final event, I reminded our team that we weren't just raising money for a single event. We were part of creating memories that these school leavers would look back on for decades to come. So we were part of making memories and that motivated us to put in extra effort. And we did indeed create an unforgettable event for the pupils. But that experience in that team, one of the things it taught me was the power of validation. I found that the more I validated the efforts of those in the team, the more the team dynamics improved. And I've never forgotten that lesson. And I try to make it a habit to validate others on a continual basis. So that was a story about something outside of the world of work. And it was a very simple story. It's not very complex, but it gave you a sense of how I operate in the team, what I learned was important and how I've taken that learning and still use it today. And therefore, the suggestion is that if I was hired for this company, I would make it a habit to validate other members in my team. So that value gets paid forward. And that's what I really like about that example, how you're talking about that experience and what you learned and validating others and what you're bringing into into this new team that you might be able to join. So, Aletta, I mean, those are some great tips and tricks, and you give great advice, great information to people who are looking to, you know, advance in their careers and to do well in their jobs. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you do and how people can connect with you? Thank you, Michael. Myself and my business partner, Teresa Dukes, we have a company called Interview Survival Guide. And we teach ambitious job seekers a proven system to prepare for interviews so that they can land their dream job. Our flagship course is called an interview mastery course. 
It's a six-week group coaching program. We have students from all over the world. We teach you the theory. We get you to do, apply the theory right there and then. And every week you get the opportunity to record answers to interview questions, and we give you expert feedback. We help you identify your strengths. We help you develop a recruiter mindset so that you are strategic about what you bring into an interview. And we help you develop that confidence so that you can take your inner rooster into an interview. And our best reward is when our students come back and they say, I got hired. So that's what we're all about. If anyone would like to find out more, please go to interviewsurvivalguide.com and all the information is there. And also, you're free to connect with me on LinkedIn. The link will be in the show notes. And we run free webinars called Job Interview Masterclasses, which teach you all the tips and techniques about being camera ready for online interviews in particular, and just how to have that recruiter mindset and how to sell your strengths. And it's so important to be all of those things, be a rooster, be camera ready, and just be ready for the interview. And we're going to have all that information, all those links in the show notes, as Aletta mentioned. So make sure you do check all those things out. But Aletta, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for all those tips and tricks. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you, Michael. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today on The Offer Letter. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can get the latest episodes. My name is Michael Manzano and join us next time as we decode another interview question so you can get your offer letter.